Have you ever wondered what hypnosis might be and what it can do for you? You've come to the right place. Welcome to Hypnosis Everywhere with your host, Inez Simpson. This is the show that talks to everyone from the experienced practitioner to the cautiously curious and, yes, even the skeptics. Now, here's Inez Simpson. Well, welcome to Hypnosis Everywhere, and I'm Inez Simpson, your host, and with me is my co-host, Martin Gover. Yes. Say hello, Martin. Hello. Anyway, he's behaved. I thought he was going to behave today, but no such luck. Anyway, that's good. I'm very excited about the show today, which is pretty normal for me. I'm always kind of excited about all hypnosis. But today's special because today I'm interviewing Bob Brenner, and both of us uh, got to be hypnotists through the skills of Jerry Kine. And we've got a page on both of them. Bob is on our show page, and Jerry is on another page called Hypnosis Everywhere. Coincidentally. Coincidentally, yeah. So... But the special thing about this for me, talking with Bob, who I've known for a while, is that I got to give Jerry his Lifetime Achievement Award when I was in Switzerland at a convention, and it was very exciting and very exciting for me. So I have a big space in my heart for Jerry Kine, and Bob is great, and he is his own person. He's just written a book. He's got all this exciting information, so I don't want to wait too long. I know I was going to tell you a little more about the show, but I think we'll just keep going. So, Bob, how are you doing? I am doing great. I'm got so good weather in Florida? Be here talking to you. Have you got good weather in Florida? I don't know if you're hearing me well. I can hear you fine. But when we used to start podcasts, when Jerry and I used to do podcasts a long time ago, yeah, he'd always say, I'm here with my buddy Bob. Say hello, Bob. And I <laughs> would say, hello, Bob. So <laughs> I know. Saying, oh, and as, Martin's not much different, is he? <laughs> right. <laughs> so, <laughs> so how about if uh, you give a little bio about yourself to all these nice people listening? Mm-hmm. Well... It's hard to talk about me. It's interesting, but it is. Uh, but I started out hypnosis like most people. I needed some help and didn't know where to go. And after many tries, many looks, I found this guy named Gerald Kine, who didn't really look the part of a hypnotist. I, he just I couldn't describe him. He had his big hair, and uh, but at a convention, he said, "I need to show people how to do this instant induction." And he called me up, but I don't think he was expecting what he got. When he did the instant induction, instead of me just dropping my head, I dropped my whole body. I was on the floor. <laughs> and from that, we grew to be good friends. And from that, I took his course and uh, worked my way up to teaching his course. So it was uh, it was a good ride, and he was a great mentor. So that, yes. that's how I got started. I've been doing hypnosis uh, on my own for over 20 years. I worked with Jerry for 20 years, teaching his class alongside of him, uh, and had experiences with Jerry that I don't think I could have had anywhere else. Uh, I learned a lot of things, and I'm willing to share everything I learned, but uh, I want everyone to know that Jerry was not always what you saw. He was a great guy, and a lot of people knew him for all kinds of different things, but the truth was he was somebody who loved to have fun. But he had a real serious side, and boy, when it came to hypnosis, he was serious, although he had fun doing it. 
And, sure did. Uh, from there, you know, I started branching off, doing the things that Jerry would teach me to do, and then I would use the word that I learned, not directly from Jerry, but from Jerry. He learned it actually from Ellen. It was called why. Why is this happening? Why, when you do this and this, does this happen? Because if you know why, you find a way to make it easier. Elman came up with induction. Just doing what other people always did, but didn't know why. When he discovered why, he figured, well, if this is why, then I can make it faster. Jerry did the same thing with the uh, regression. Well, if this is working like this, why won't it work like this? You did it when you started doing your Simpson protocol. It was just taking what other people did, parsing pieces and saying, well, if this works here and this works here, why won't this work? And the truth is, it probably didn't until you said, well, why didn't it? And tweaked it (laughs) until you came up with something that works terrific. It's always an evolution, right? That's what we should do. So... So uh, Elman was a big thing for Jerry, for sure, and he carried Elman forward for the rest of us, which was awesome because he he and Larry Elman were the only ones alive. Well, now Jerry's no longer with us, but and that had taken the training from Elman himself. So he passed it on right. to us, and we've been passing it on, right? And I'm not sure when Larry took it, if he was really taking it, he was just kind of listening to his dad. Yeah, I think a lot of that. We hear it and we learn a lot, but are we there to learn it or are we there just to make Dad happy? Yeah. You know, and uh, Jerry, he wanted to learn. He pursued Dave. At the age of 13 (laughs) years old, he was chasing Dave all over the place until Dave finally said, all right, I'm not going to teach you. I'll let you come to my class and run the tape recorder because I I wanted to record. Actually, I think it was a wire recorder back then. And he needed somebody to run the recorder. And so Jerry sat through his whole class recording it. And that's how Jerry learned from Dave. And then he and Dave started talking and Dave would, you know, just talk about hypnosis with him, which was also learning. So he, he learned by watching Jerry, or Dave Elman teach when he was 13, because Dave would not teach anybody that wasn't a doctor. And uh, then they became good friends and he kept learning from him. Uh, not necessarily in a teaching environment, but probably in a much better learning environment. And that was casual speaking, just conversation. So what Jerry did was let the cat out of the bag to the rest of us. He did. He really did. And there was a couple of things that he let out of the bag that Dave Elman tried to put back in the bag. <laughs> and Jerry made the mistake of giving me some tapes that there were tapes out there Straight around that David made, actually Jerry's recordings, they got out as individual tapes. But there was a few that Dave wasn't letting out. But Jerry had those. There's only a couple of those. And Jerry let me listen to them. And I started teaching something that I guess I wasn't supposed to be teaching. And I found out why fast and stopped and said I would never teach it again. Mm, but, uh, I'm guessing already in my head. <laughs> there, were, there were things that uh, we learned that uh, I wasn't supposed to learn. Day once he discovered them, realized that would not push the, the profession forward. It would actually maybe back it up. So mm-hmm. it, that was interesting, I thought. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
And uh, Dave, Jerry actually did exactly what Dave did. He, he took the things that David taught him and kept saying, why, if this works, why can't we do this and get it quicker? Uh, and, and that's what happened. The, the induction was normally a four-minute induction. Dave, I think, in his class would do it in three. But now, you know, we were doing inductions. We weren't going half fast. We were 30 seconds, and they were in some amulism. And all yeah. was outgrowth of what you, uh, Dave had learned and, and taught, and then what Jerry had taught. And I, I almost shudder to think of how far it's going to go, you know, in the next generation. Uh, I think it's awesome. And maybe just for the people that are listening that don't know what somnambulism is, it's our working state where you can do regression and work with pain, do all kinds of good things. Yeah. You know, that, that's interesting because when I first started out, I took a different class. I'm not going to say which mm-hmm. class. <laughs> I took a different class that was pretty famous. And mm-hmm. I heard people talking about somnambulism. I didn't know what the hell they were talking about until I met Jerry and then realized, oh, this is the what they were calling the deep number, some gave of numbers, all kinds of things. But it was a, a state that everybody said you couldn't get to unless you had done it many times and maybe only a percentage of people could get it right away. Yeah. And we were doing it all along what Jerry taught us and that was somnambulism. We didn't know that. Or I didn't know that. At least I, my first I think that belief is still out there in some parts of the hypnosis world it's out there a lot uh, more than you recognize and the people that say that you know you can't do this are the ones that will never learn how because they've already made up their mind their mind wasn't open yeah you Uh, need to have an open mind because we're continuing to learn you and I we're still taking trainings and are learning from other people's ideas and all that kind of stuff if you close your mind the, the journey ends that's right well, you know, one of the things I was always teaching my students, Jerry would always tell us, you know, 10%, you, 10% of every session should be experimenting in some way to push forward. And I would tell the students, whatever you get done with a session, take three, four minutes, close your eyes, and run through as fast as you can the whole session you just did. And look for things that you could have done better. Never look for what you could have done wrong. Because you don't want to go wrong. You don't want to go backwards. But what could I have said that could have given me an even better outcome? Yeah. And then say that in your mind. And the amazing thing is, it really works. Uh, you start to improve and change what you're doing. And that's how you move along. Uh, I'll stop learning when they throw the dirt over me. <laughs> I will say learning has slowed down because I'm not doing as much practice as I used to. But every well, time you know, a student or anybody out there does a session, they should learn from it. Yes. And you know what? If you look back at uh, people like Jerry, even uh, Orman McGill was still doing this at 94 before he passed. I mean, it's not something we give up here. <laughs> no? no. And it isn't because Orman McGill used to love to come and watch Jerry teach. Because yeah, Norman did. never learned a lot of that stuff. Norman, or, uh, he was a hell of a guy. I, I was I felt fortunate that I got to know him, even though it wasn't very well for a very long time. Uh, but his attitude about life was fantastic. He never met somebody he didn't like. 
That's and true. He, he was just a very easy, simple guy. I think I saw the last stage show he ever did, mm -hmm. which was so peaceful and quiet. Mm -hmm. No big thing, no look at me, none of just very casually sat in front of everybody. Now, everybody was a crowd of hypnotists, but it didn't matter. He did things differently, he did them peacefully, relaxed, and calmly. And he got results. I mean, it was it was just it was like watching uh, a, a fantastic singer, a opera singer, sing the yeah. notes. You know, he's an hit. artist. Just move like a ballet dancer. He's moved so well and nimble. What I didn't know about Owen Norman until I was in the profession a long time is that he was really known by more people. Yes, as just a great hypnot or a magician. That's right. I'm going to stop you there, Bob, just so we can go to okay. break, and then we'll come right back and talk some more. It goes fast, doesn't it? Yeah. Thanks. Off to break then, and we'll come back. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. We know lasers are in use in almost every aspect of the medical profession these days. Now there's a powerful, unique, and safe laser you can use at home. Quantum scalar wave lasers using Tesla technology allow the body to do what it does best, heal itself. Scalar wave lasers work down to the cellular level and can even reset cellular memory for outstanding outcomes. The quantum lasers use three different wavelengths in one laser for optimum results. It's government approved and safe for home use. For more information, visit Simpson Protocol slash lasers or click the banner on this show's webpage. Hi, Inez Simpson here. I get a lot of questions about the best way to learn hypnosis. My advice after many years of being a hypnotist and training hypnotists is get your first training live. Get in class with a qualified trainer. Practicing in class gives you so much confidence and practicing is the key. I teach live hypnosis and advanced hypnosis training throughout the year and you can check my website at inezsimpson.com and feel free to email me if you need recommendations. The Voice America Live Events Channel is here now to showcase your corporate, individual, or organization's live event. Visit voiceamerica.com forward slash live events to see all of our past live events and find out more. Whether it's a multi-day conference, special speaker, or single-day event, we've got everything to make your event a success. We can do a few hours or a few days. For more information about taking your event to the next level, call Jeff Spinard at 480-294-6417 or email info at voiceamerica.com. Again, that's Jeff Spinard at 480-294-6417 or send us an email to info at voiceamerica.com. Voice America is where you are and where you want to be. Join us around the globe as we broadcast live from some of the most interesting events available. Don't forget to view all our live events, including on-demand access to past events that you may have missed by visiting voiceamerica.com forward slash live events. 
Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. Listening to Hypnosis Everywhere, The Simpson Protocol. To reach the show today, please call into 1 866 472 5792. That's 1 866 472 5792. You may also send an email to Inez, that's I N E S, at inezsimpson.com. Now, back to this week's program. Well, welcome back, and we're going to talk to Bob Brenner again. So I just want to ask Bob first, maybe, to talk about a little bit about his book, because I know it's just about ready. He just uh, said that his editor had sent him a message. So I'm kind of intrigued, Bob. Uh, let's hear a little about, about your book that you just finished. Well, it, it's a very interesting book, I think, but I'm prejudiced about it. <laughs> uh, but when I got the idea to write a book, okay, I knew I wanted to do something and make something that would be representative of what actual hypnosis sessions amount to and what it's all about. You know, many people have not the slightest idea of what hypnosis is, what it can do, and what it can't do. Because we really, in hypnosis, we really don't do anything. The client does it. We tell them what to do. They don't do it, nothing happens. So it's the book is about that. In order to do that, we took three uh, clients, we call them uh, Petrified Minds, because that's the name of the book, Petrified Minds, and uh, followed them through their sessions and to see how it went. It was almost as if the person reading is looking at it through a window or something at, at a session, but not just the session, the client's life and how what what it took to get them where they were. All right. Uh, each one was different. These all came from real sessions. Although even the people that had them might not know where they are because we changed all those things that we could change. Uh, the first one started with a guy named Jason. His life was totally upside down. He just couldn't cope any longer. You know, he, he was going to quit work. He was a young man. He was going to have to go into full disability because he had such a social phobia. And he had a problem constantly with the IBS, irritable bowel syndrome. And you see how we dealt with him, how we found out what caused the problem, how we worked with him and helped him find it. And uh, to see how, you know, it affected his family life. There was, was all kinds of issues. So that, that was the first part. The book is actually made up of these three different petrified minds. It sounds to me like it would be great just for the normal guy out there, not just hypnotists, right? Well, that's what it's written for. I don't know if my tapes and the work I do, I always felt that if you knew a lot about hypnosis, it didn't matter. Because when I was talking, I was talking to you. As a matter of fact, I had some people who were very knowledgeable in hypnosis. that Bob, I don't like what you're doing because it just doesn't relate to what I, what I know. And it didn't. It related to the guy who knew nothing about it and wanted to know about it. 
And I try to talk to people in their vernacular, their language. You know, it is, uh, and that's what we do, and that's what this is about, and that's what you get to see. Jennifer, our second uh, petrified mind, uh, her issues were physical as well as uh, her emotions, but they affected her work. Uh, she wasn't able to work at her architecture, I never could say that word, architectural dig because it affected her asthma so bad and her career was destroyed. And you'll, you're there, you, you, you listen, you're, you're living it with her, you're gonna probably cry with her and, and laugh with her as we go through it because we always laugh in our sessions. Our third uh, petrified mind was Paula. She had a, a phobia, fear of flying, among other things. Several physical ailments like fibromyalgia. That was probably one of her main problems. Not only that, she was a survivor of rape. So you'll see a lot of things in how we work with them and the public will see how they can solve those problems. I mean, we couldn't take the rape away from her, but certainly we could help her live her life as if it never happened. Just as normal part of life, it's one of the things you run across and put it in the proper perspective for her. Uh, so it's really going to be interesting. Uh, the book is going to launch, uh, Target is for the 15th of Mar uh, March. Mm -hmm. It's going to be on Amazon and Kindle, so people can read it as an e-book, which, by the way, I find anything is interesting. It's the only way I can read a book. I cannot read a, a regular manual book, you know, the wide, uh, normal book, because my eyes don't travel that direction that well. But they go straight down a page, and you can go straight down a page on your telephone. So uh, mm -hmm. it's definitely on a Kindle. And uh, what we would like, anybody listening, if you, you know, get the book and read it, please let us know what you think. Give us some insight because we're working on a, a next project. Uh, I'm told by my editor that I got to slow down and wait until we, this one actually hits the market <laughs> so we see what it, people have to say about it. But the next group of books are going to be called uh, Petrified Minds Chronicles. Oh, that sounds good. More like mystery stories, mystery series. Yeah. Because oh. when you're working with hypnosis, you really are working with a mystery, aren't you? Yes, for sure. The mystery of the mind, mind is incredible. I mean, where did this come from? Why are they this? Why is this person different than that person? Mm -hmm. What drove them to it? And the things that it gets people into. And so the, the next book's really going to be exciting, but we need to hear from the people on the first book. So anybody read it, please feel free to call us. Send us the good stuff. Send us the bad stuff. Yeah. Uh, and it'll be out on our page too. So. Or this. When somebody tells you you didn't do something right, listen to them. Now maybe they don't know what they're talking about. But they're going to tell you something that you may not have thought about before. So listen to it. Accept it. Because it'll only help you improve what you're doing. Which brings me, Bob, to another sort of uh, thing that you and I agree on, um, is also that you always say it doesn't matter what style of hypnosis, right? It all works. Absolutely. Yeah, I get asked all the time, Bob, who's the best hypnotist in the world? Well, of course I'm going to say me. I mean, you know, <laughs> but uh, that's besides the point. No, I'm really not. The best hypnotist there is is the one that helped you, whoever you are, 
whatever individual, whoever helped them solve their problem, whatever style they used, if that worked, that was the best hypnotist as far as they're concerned. And that hypnotist, if that hypnotist attempted to do it the way I do it, or the way you do it, or the way somebody else does it, it wouldn't be successful. Everybody has to work with what works with them. And although when I'm teaching, I like my students to understand that everything I say is 100% correct, not because I'm so smart, but because if they're accepted at that moment, they're not spending their time and their mind saying, wait a minute, that's not right because. Because in that time, I might have said one word that made the whole class worthwhile. Everything else was garbage. But that one word, oh my God, if I use that word, my client, they'd be so clear to them. But they wouldn't have that because they were busy contradicting what they heard. Mm-hmm. So they take everything as if it's absolute fact. When they're done with a the class, then they're required for their own sanity to sit down, look what they've been doing, compare it with what we've done, and see what fits, what doesn't. And they might use a little bit of it, none of it, or all of it. It doesn't matter. But they learn by accepting everything and then sorting it out as opposed to doing it the other way. So, That's true. You know, it doesn't matter. You know, you're talking about Erickson. There's people who say Erickson didn't know what he was talking about. Another person, yes, he did. He was great. The truth is, anybody that's using Erickson's style and they're helping people are doing phenomenal things. It doesn't matter what the style is. But you want to learn about the other because you might pick something up that you can use in what I you're agree. doing. So this business, who's better? You know, these egos get in the way, and everybody's got one. I like to think I don't, but <laughs> I'm told I do. And <laughs> But Jerry Kine, we know, had a big ego. But yet Jerry would never let that get in his way of hypnosis. No. He always wanted to know why what they did. Why did that work? Because if he could find out why... And you could take something from it and add it to what he was doing. And I learned a lot from that. I'll tell you the best lesson I ever had from Jerry. This was the number one lesson. I was a new hypnotist. I was already working with him a little bit. But we had a local NGH club mm-hmm. there, and I was in that club. And I was going to give a presentation. At the place, I'd never given a presentation of hypnosis before, and I was nervous. And I came in and I told Jerry, hey, I'm going to be talking. He said, what are you going to talk about? And I said, well, I'm going to talk about, you know, getting to the root of problems. He says, oh, boy, I want to come see that. Now, Jerry never went to those meetings. He said, I want to come and see that. And my heart sank, because the last thing I wanted is Jerry sitting there in the audience <laughs> while I'm trying to talk, because I held him at such a high pedestal. Well... We had the presentation. A week later, I came into the office and said, well, Jerry, I'm here to get your critique. And he looked at me very strangely. He said, Bob, I didn't go there to critique you. I went there to learn from you. And in that moment, I realized what he was telling me. We learn from everybody. There's something we can get from everything. And I was just a new hypnotist. I mean, my knowledge was really limited. Uh, and that lesson stayed with me all my life. And when I would go to conventions and people would say, Bob, who's the best speakers to listen to? I would look at them and say, well, what do you want to get? What do you want to learn? 
Well, I want to learn this. Well, this guy over here is talking about it. You want to go to that one? He says, he's a good speaker. I said, it doesn't matter how he speaks. It only matters what information he gives you. Go get the information that you can use. Don't waste your time worrying about the quality of his ability to present it. Because it doesn't matter. You're there to get knowledge. And that's the philosophy I always win with. Yeah, well, you and I have been on the same board on that, and we're going to go to break soon. But I was just thinking about that when I was at the NGH with you and all that. We, You know, we, we did teaching, but we also went to as many courses as we could. Right. You know, I took everything and saw everything and doesn't, like you say, you take what you can and you add it into what you do. Sometimes just one word. Yeah. Oh, my God, if I use that word in that situation... What a difference it would make. And you learn from everybody. All right. I think we're just on time on that note and heading to break. And we'll see you on the other side. Okay. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. We know lasers are in use in almost every aspect of the medical profession these days. Now there's a powerful, unique, and safe laser you can use at home. Quantum scalar wave lasers using Tesla technology allow the body to do what it does best, heal itself. Scalar wave lasers work down to the cellular level and can even reset cellular memory for outstanding outcomes. The quantum lasers use three different wavelengths in one laser for optimum results. It's government approved and safe for home use. For more information, visit Simpson Protocol slash lasers or click the banner on this show's webpage. Hi, Inez Simpson here. I get a lot of questions about the best way to learn hypnosis. My advice after many years of being a hypnotist and training hypnotists is get your first training live. Get in class with a qualified trainer. Practicing in class gives you so much confidence and practicing is the key. I teach live hypnosis and advanced hypnosis training throughout the year and you can check my website at inessimpson.com and feel free to email me if you need recommendations. Listening to Hypnosis Everywhere, The Simpson Protocol. To reach the show today, please call into 1 866 472 5792. That's 1 866 472 5792. You may also send an email to Inez, that's I N E S, at inezsimpson.com. Now, back to this week's program. Well, welcome back, and we're going to not waste any time, so I'm just going to head right to Bob because we only have a very short time. So off you go, Bob. Please let us know what next is the most important well, thing you want to impart to A little bit about uh, some of the trainings I've done, some of the places we do our work. Everyone knows about, or most of the people out there know about, you know, working with illnesses and everything, but I had a great time working with uh, other organizations. The Calgary Police Service, a guy named Brian Willis, who was sergeant at the time, fantastic man, 
really a great understanding of people. And he decided he wanted to learn hypnosis because he knew that that could help him in training his officers. He took the course, and he, he was a thinker. He was always reading, always wanting to move forward and improve, just like we were talking about what you do, always looking how you can do things better. And so I went to Calgary and was teaching the police service, all their trainers, how to use hypnosis so that their employees would learn the class in a deeper state. They really get into their subconscious mind, and it, it worked fantastic. He had a lot of friends in the Canadian Mounties who started coming to our classes. Uh, he knew a lot of FBI agents. They started coming. We put a class on down in Florida. We had Canadian Mounties come in from there, way up north to state the class, uh, FBI agents. So we worked with FBI. I had some interesting cases with some of them, which I'm not at liberty to talk about, uh, just because they were very personal. But uh, we had a lot of people with, uh, you know, phobias that were actually affecting their work. One lady couldn't drive over a bridge. Yet when her husband told me when he... When she had a perp in the car, she would drive miles out of her way to miss the bridge. So during class, we took about 10 minutes and totally annihilated that phobia. Uh, and it was gone. And so many of them, I had shooters that they could shoot at one distance and not another distance. And it was just a short, easy session. That was cleared up. We just found out why that was there. We did our regression to cause. And, of course, as you know, we're big on regression. Uh, to find out what was causing the problem. And it was never, ever what it appeared on the outside. You know, I used to take a piece of paper. I had a roll-top desk in my office. And I would write what I thought was the cause of the person's problem when we first started. I'd slip it under the desk so I wouldn't see it anymore. And we got done, I'd look at it to see how far off I was. And let me tell you, I can't remember once that that paper had the right answer on it. Yeah, I that's why we say... Going, but it was fun to, find, fun to go on the ride to find out where it was. Yeah, sometimes that's what we say, the client's the script, right? What was that? I, I, the client is the script. Right. He is. Yeah. And, you know, we get accused quite often of doing it, the, the regression that we're actually doing script work. We're just regressing everybody. Well, it isn't the regression that we're doing. We want to find out why they are the way they are. And we have to regress back to when they learned to really do that. Usually it was before they were even aware they learned it. That's true. And then we work with what they give us, and it's never the same. So uh, you have to be very, very... Uh, Clever. You have to make things up and then think of things and come up with all kinds of stuff. Bob, we've got about point. a couple minutes, and I really want you just to wrap up what you think is the most important thing you want the people out there to know today. The most important thing I want them to know is understand the mind model that Jerry Kine actually put together. Now, I had a mind model out there, and anybody who wants it, I'll be glad to give them, which was actually, I took Jerry's and put it in words that people who know nothing about hypnosis or mind could understand, because that's what I would tell all my clients. But understanding how the mind works, how it processes information, 
how you have the responses to things, cause and response. Those are all in a mind model. Understanding how the mind works helps you understand what your client is and where they came from. So I think that's without a doubt the most important thing. Well, and I'm, I thank you for that because that is really the kind of information that we're imparting on this show is getting people to understand how their mind works. We go through a lot of stuff and you are very helpful and you've given us great things and I can't wait for to read the book. So um, I have to thank you for being with us today and hope to talk to you soon. Well, thank and you. Say, it was a real pleasure. And so I, I, you know, I can't wait to see you again. I, I don't know when we'll get to. We're still so far apart. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, I haven't uh, been in the States for a little while. So, you know, I've been hopping around Europe a bit more. So anyway, but we will see each other for sure because I'll make sure of that one of these days. Maybe even a never know in the sunny climes of Florida. <laughs> well, we'd love right, to have you um, here. Let's go where you are. Okay. Right. You take care. Bye-bye. Thank you. Thank you. So, Martin, yes, any what, thoughts? What, what, what? Any more thoughts? coffee, more coffee. No. <laughs> what thoughts have you got? Uh, I, oh, we're done? Okay. It was yeah, fun. Yeah, we're done. Thank Bye. you. Bye. So, tell the people, well, think, Martin, what you think. And a little bit of a synopsis. You're good at that. Well, I just think about Jerry Kine and uh, Bob and, and some of the <clears throat> elderly people behind this microphone. Yes. <laughs> You tend to think, oh, this hypnosis, this they're wonderful people at like Orman McGill, but they're old guys. Yeah. But in fact, if you think of uh, Jerry Kine especially and Bob Renner, but Jerry Kine was <laughs> trying to find... 13, right? We're trying to learn, actually, about <laughs> 10 he started, and, and then at 13 he was learning, well, by default, learning hypnosis. And if in today's world, there's a lot of young people come to your classes, but yes. when you go to Brazil, if you want to look yes. at young excitement about uh, hypnosis... Look at the Brazil YouTube videos. But to turn that around a little bit, I love the young are all coming into it now. Mm. But where do we learn from from the elders? And then we move forward as a young person because we have the we have the the energy, we have the ambition, we have everything. And I love to see that when I see that in in Brazil especially. And in Europe, I have of course more young people. And I think and for a while there was mostly people my age. We, I mean, I Bob when I must have been a very similar age when we got into hypnosis. And it's because we had how many careers before and all of them helped where we are today so you know being young is wonderful and the sooner you get on board uh, the more thankful I'll be and I think it's uh, as, as Bob Brenner was saying is when you go to these kids in, in uh, Brazil they don't care they're not worrying what kind of hypnosis they're doing because mm-hmm. they'll start on the street because that's where they see it and they just go from there and they learn and learn and learn and they don't care they just want to nope. learn hypnosis I'm just excited about they hypnosis just, they take every course known to man and every style and they implement it with their clients and ah, it's exciting and that's what I like because you know some of those people they've been training with just lately was Melissa Tears and she's going to be on the show mm-hmm. and Bob Burns and you know all these people that we're having here talking to you are what they're so excited about learning from. And talking about learning from, um, we have uh, uh, some information about Jerry Kine and Bob Brenner on, uh, of course, this, Bob Brenner's on this page, but also on our hypnosis-everywhere.com radio show page. And the mind model, I don't know if it's, I think it's there too. If not, we'll make sure that we put yeah, that up I there for you to there, download. Yeah, I think it's there, but you go 
And the other thing about Jerry is his uh, not being here is his videos. This guy is an entertainer, but but great teacher on video. Do you know those videos are now uh, back from 80s and 90s? But do you know? I know they're not 2018 funny YouTube videos, but the content is gold, and he was the best. You can still learn from the best, even though he's no longer here. Now, I always say, you know, take the take the live training if you can. But if you can't, the next best thing would be to watch Jerry at work and learn from him. Yeah, there's a um, there's a banner ad on our page also about folks. Jerry Kine has now is a, teaches a course, Omni course, it's called, yeah. in vid- on video, so you can learn yeah. the whole thing at home. In fact, that's what, how you learned your second course was Jerry Kine's yes. videos. He was just like Bob. I took something first, and then I was lucky enough to learn about Jerry, and that's where and that started me on the road. And I experimented every every time, you know, ten minutes of it or whatever. And I also. Um, I also was my first person I ever hypnotized. I was ten years old. Wow! Wow! So you know, well, no, the the whole um, passion of that was there early on, and I just forgot about it, living through life, and then became the hypnotist you know today. And you had the same um, thing as Bob Brenner. You saw the videos, (laughs) Jerry Kine's videos, then you saw him live and thought that can't be the right guy. Yeah, and Jerry had such a big persona, and he was such a small person. <laughs> if you see pictures of him and me, and you might see a guy, Martin might have posted some, is he looked like a, a small person beside me, and he was the biggest person in my mind. Oh, how sweet that is. Wow, it's the truth. But you can also see the variety of hairstyles that went through the years <laughs> when you watch Jerry Kine's videos. But it's an amazing guy and very entertaining. Yes. And Charisma uh, to the max. And Bob Brenner did some of those videos, I do yes. believe. Yes, he did. Yes, he did. And also... But Bob also has his own videos, and they've been good. You know, the pre and post one that Bob did was, I think, is really great. Yeah, the pre and post op video is available. Yeah. It's on the same page. You go to Jerry's videos. Yeah. I think it's there too. I'm pretty sure. We'll put a link for it because it's great stuff. So, what else? There's something else that you have on me well, that yes, I need I, to talk about. I know, but we're not probably going to have enough time for that. So, why don't we go to mm. a break early? If we can. If that's all right with our. A wonderful engineer, and then we'll come back, and I'll just because we've got a couple of questions that people have been asking that we're okay. going to kind of go into a bit depth on. So if we can go to break early now, that'd be great. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit facebook.com forward slash Voice America. We know lasers are in use in almost every aspect of the medical profession these days. Now there's a powerful, unique, and safe laser you can use at home. Quantum scalar wave lasers using Tesla technology allow the body to do what it does best, heal itself. Scalar wave lasers work down to the cellular level and can even reset cellular memory for outstanding outcomes. The quantum lasers use three different wavelengths in one laser for optimum results. It's government approved and safe for home use. For more information, visit Simpson Protocol slash lasers or click the banner on this show's webpage. Hi, Inez Simpson here. I get a lot of questions about the best way to learn hypnosis. My advice after many years of being a hypnotist and training hypnotists is get your first training live. 
Getting class with a qualified trainer, practicing in class gives you so much confidence and practicing is the key. I teach live hypnosis and advanced hypnosis training throughout the year and you can check my website at inezsimpson.com and feel free to email me if you need recommendations. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. Listening to Hypnosis Everywhere, The Simpson Protocol. To reach the show today, please call into 1 866 472 5792. That's 1 866 472 5792. You may also send an email to Inez, that's I N E S, at inezsimpson.com. Now, back to this week's program. Well, welcome back to our last segment, our downward slope. Oh, nice. <laughs> <laughs> so you got something on we the agenda. We want to interrupt this broadcast for a public service announcement. We're getting this, we've had quite a lot of this question of, in it, how come you're doing a, a show on hypnosis on the radio and you're not doing hypnosis on the radio? Okay, I'll address that. Because we are here to give you tools, awareness, and learning. Now, we give you a free self-hypnosis site. We give you all the stuff that's there. All you have to do is make a choice to use it. That means pushing the button. And if I was doing it here live, there'd be many people who wouldn't be interested in that part. They all want to do the learning and the awareness and all the other stuff. So it's not saying I'll never do that, but it's very unlikely in the moment because all this is about getting you to understand the mind and every part of it. And all you do, you know, when a client comes in here, they have a commitment. They've either paid me or they've whatever, and they have committed so we need that commitment for you. It'll help you get so much better at it if you click the button. Because it kind of falls off from what you're saying of hypnosis is choice. It's a choice, yeah. And, and if I, if you choose to listen to me on the radio doing it and only a, fir- a few people are interested in it and doing it, that's kind of a loss for me. Yes, but if you hear a large crash this side of the microphone, so she's <laughs> hypnotizing me and I fell off the chair. And that happens quite a lot. It's sort of like Bob, eh? you hit the floor. Yeah. yeah. So, and again... Self-hypnosis is very important, and actually, if for anybody local here on Vancouver Island or close by, or want to come, come, we're doing a two-day self-hypnosis workshop to deeper states. Yeah, there's there's free website that you can go to that's that's on our hypnosis-everywhere, has self-hypnosis and a little bit about, talks a little bit about what we're going to be teaching, but what you teach is unique. This is advanced self-hypnosis. I mean, deep state self-hypnosis is quite wonderful. It really takes advantage of the mind so that the people who learn... Yeah, and we teach them how to utilize it. How to use it, yeah. Go along with it. Anyway, so on with it. On with the regular show. And here is another question that we've been asked. We were talking birthing last week, I think it was last week, and people can say, yes, they've wrote in and said, yeah, you know, hypnosis and birthing, we get, but there, some people said, now, there's something about fertility. Is anything, can hypnosis help with fertility? For sure, big time, 
because, you know, I like to say I'm a generalist, so I work with, so I've worked with it, but I have a student who specialize in that and, and in Europe, and, and they say that 99% of the people who come for that, Martin says, yeah, they get, you know, you don't go to the hypnotist get pregnant just by being going to the hypnotist, but they achieve what they want. 99%. And the other 1%, you know, those people that still want to go to in vitro and all those other things, you still need to get the right mindset. You can increase the odds so much because how many times do some people do that? Think of all the money they spend on that when utilizing hypnosis would make it much better and easier. So you heard it here first. Hypnosis makes you pregnant. It's a oh. great thing. <laughs> but it isn't always just the women. We have uh, one case where um, one of my, well, yeah, but this particular case I'm thinking of was one of the students did was uh, a guy came to her who had a vasectomy and he had a reversal, but his count was very low. It's only 5% or something. They did a hypnosis session. And when he went back to the doctor and they got another count, it was up to 80%. So, you know, it isn't just for the guys. I mean, for the women. The guys can get in on this, too. And I, that's kind of what Bob Brennan was saying earlier, ask why. Because your student that worked with these women uh, didn't specialize necessarily in fertility. She thought, well, why, why couldn't we do this? Because, as we mentioned last week, it, uh, hypnosis came from the medical community in this 17th, 18th century. Because it was doctors. Because they believed at that time of the mind-body connection. If they can work with the mind, the body's going to follow. And so they, they wanted this balance between both. But now, of course, we've had, well, the industrialization of the medical community, if you will. It's all about which piece we're we working on. We'll look at this, we'll look at these cells, we'll look at this arm, we'll look at it's this. It's getting more and more selective. Piece, piece, piece. And so it's symptom, symptom, symptom. But what hypnosis does, and still does, and has always done, is believe there's a, there's a hole there. And so if you work on the mind, the body follows, and if you, the body also affects the mind. And that's not crazy, because just think of it as, as lay listeners, they are thinking about it. You know when you get angry. You're fed up with this podcast. Why am I listening to this stupid show? You know that that affects your heart rate. That it, I mean, anger gives you indigestion. It does all kinds of things. You know the mind and how what you think about affects the body. So it makes sense. And you know what? You know nowadays when those things are so splintered and smaller, is important that you have the other element in that you get that mind body connection through utilizing hypnosis. And also just to clear up another couple of questions we had, we're not saying. Is, it, is there hypnosis? Should we use hypnosis or should we use medicine? It's, that's There's that's no. never that, either or. It's always use one for the other. Just as Seth Deberoth last uh, week, no, a couple of weeks ago, talking about, uh, she's a nurse, and she was going in for a major operation, and she, wanted, she decided to use self-hypnosis because why not, even though she didn't really think it was going to do much. So by the end of the self-hypnosis, instead of having a major operation, she only did a minor one because she kind of got her mind out of the way or reset her mind, and the body yeah. healed. I know, and that you know what? It's not the the surgery, and it's not the bandaid that ever heals you. It's the mind. So if you have a cut, and you put yeah, it's the mind and body, right? So if you put the the bandaid on, that has nothing to do with it. It's the mind itself that's just keeping that closed up together. I don't know if I ever told this story about when I cut myself. So and you know, and I was home alone. Yes, you've heard it. So we'll move on. <laughs> I don't know if we did, but anyway, I did put myself deep in self-hypnosis, and I said, you know, this can heal now. It's clean. It's all the stuff is needed. Please go back. And within the hour, the skin had closed up. And uh, that brings you to your topic also on placebos. Yes, let's talk about placebos. My f One of my favorite topics. Faith. You know, in... Here we go. Ladies and gentlemen, 
<laughs> we need faith in things. And, you know, in this time, we are so, uh, we've lost belief in magic. We've, you know, Harry Potter, all that stuff. And the more we believed in that, the more faith we had, the more healing we allowed. And so placebos to me are most important thing. And even when you know you're having a placebo, they work well. And that is, when you're saying faith, it's more of being open, being, yeah. being allowed. I mean, things well, look, having knowing that it's possible. Possibilities, looking open for possibilities. To total possibilities of anything and everything. Yes, and so for the fourth caller in who answers the question, <laughs> what, is, what is Inez's favorite movies? I'll give <laughs> no. you a hint. No, I already the initials, said it. Harry Potter, yeah. <laughs> anyway, so magic to me is important, and we, we are taking the magic out of it, of, in an, of the illusion out of it, but we're leaving the magic in. Yes, so it's the, and, and be, be prepared to be awestruck by things, by what you can do with your mind and what that mind-body-spirit connection can do. Right? Mm -hmm. it's just open to possibilities and be allow yourself to go, holy smoke, that's amazing. Now, I know we've only got a just short time left, so I just want to get this in very quickly. Is just a reminder to you, when you're using your affirmations, go back to, uh, especially I think it's on one of the shows, I can't remember which, but you can go on the site and see how to make them correctly so your mind understands them. Your mind always listens very literally. So you need to be precise and you need to be positive. And you need to give yourself a reward at the end of that affirmation. Say it five times before you go into hypnosis, not after you've been in hypnosis, because that utilizes the conscious mind. If you means all those thoughts will just float around and the little blips here, little blips there, just let them float around. That's fine. There's no thought that's wrong. It's just that if you think on purpose, that it will hold you back from being deeper. And self-hypnosis works for all kinds of things. And, you, and of course, we know, I'm talking about what the mind and the body connection, that uh, pain can be, if, if somebody, if they, the opioid crisis, if they give, keep you heroin or morphine, you know what that drug's doing? It's setting off triggers in your brain. You know, yeah. it's the, the triggers are already there. There's nothing new being done. So why not use your mind to do that? There's no side effects when you're using mm -hmm. hypnosis. So um, a doctor doesn't have a lot of time with people. That's why they're prescribing pills and they're being pushed, of course, to push pills out there. But you can take the time when, with self-hypnosis. Mm -hmm. Take control of your mind, which allows you to do things with your body or affect your body positively. Add, add hypnosis into your health program, your being, living program. It's just what you, it helps so much. And learn everything you can from us and dig some more. Dig everywhere. Well, I think we've got self most close to that. Um, and we're getting a lot of uh, replays on that show. Which says, I think it says lasers and health. Because yeah. that guy, if you want to do hypnosis on the radio, I think there was a yeah, he he was did. great talk on, uh, what's it called? Still Point. Still Point, yeah. Hmm. But listen to that. That's that. He was very generous about giving that away there mm. on that. It was wonderful. Okay. Um, Almost, we've almost forgotten. Next yes, week, ladies quickly. and gentlemen, Lady Valentine, not Lady, Valentine's Day, next week. We have Dr. Frederick Mawan on the Ericksonian side of, this, of the wall, yeah. and he's awesome. He'll tell you great things, and we're talking about love on Valentine's Day. So we'll see you next week for Valentine's Day with Dr. Frederick Mao. Bye for now. Thank you for being a part of the show today. Be sure to tune in next Wednesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time and 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel for another edition of Hypnosis Everywhere, The Simpson Protocol, with host Inez Simpson. We can't wait to have you join us again next week. 